Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Art of Being. This is episode 11, and I am your host, Slade Powell, and it is a delight to be here with you all. It is almost the end of the year of 2022, and whether you are listening to this here now when it comes out or later, there is something amazing I think, about the energy of the end of the year. I personally, as some of you may know, am obsessed with New Year's. New Year's is my absolute number one, 100% favorite holiday. And I celebrate New Year's when um, the standard Western calendar turns over. I celebrate it when it's Chinese New Year's. I celebrate it <laughs> when it's the vernal equinox. Um, I celebrate it again at like the winter solstice. I love having the opportunity to set my intentions for the coming year. And I also love the opportunity to look back and reflect on what's happened and what I've accomplished, and like take stock of my goals that I set out to create, you know, if I'm setting intentions, like at some point I got to check in on those things and make sure that they are happening. (laughs) Like you, you set the intention and it's really easy to just keep going and just keep doing. It's very easy to just keep doing in our lives and having the chance to just be and take a pause to, uh, in the immortal words of Ferris Bueller, life goes pretty fast. (laughs) If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. And frankly, that's profound. (laughs) So whether you're skipping school today or doing something else, I thought it would be really fun to take a moment on this podcast to offer the opportunity to Take the time for yourself and reflect. And you may have intents for 2022 that you did set that you want to check in on. And you may not. That's fine. Stuff happened this year anyway. Man, you accomplished some shit anyway, whether you set intentions or not. And you have the opportunity to set new intentions for 2023, if that's your jam. I personally, what I love about intentions is... Uh, it makes it intentional that I, it gives me something to touch back to in moments where I don't know what I'm doing, or I don't know where the hell I'm going, or I'm making choices, and I'm like, ah, these things all seem pretty good, like, which one is the right path? Like, which one's the right thing for me right now? Because they could all, they all look pretty all right. And, um being able to check back with essentially what I told myself I was going to do gives me the space to have clarity in those moments of choice when it makes different paths seem more obviously, oh, well, you know, I said I was going to do this. I said that this was important to me. I said that this year I wanted to create play and fun, or this year I wanted to um, you know, expand this part of my business or this part of my relationships with people or whatever. And it gives me that space to say, hey, 
all of these may seem like pretty good opportunities, but some of them are more aligned with what I actually want. It gives me a, a check-in with my deep desires um, in a way that resolutions, like New Year's resolutions, to me, never have. And these could be semantic things. For you, resolutions may feel amazing. And if so, go for, go with that. But when I think of New Year's resolutions, I find myself seeing people who are looking to fix something about themselves that they think is broken, something that they're not good at, that they want to be good at because they should be doing something. There's like so much should in New Year's resolutions. There's just a lot of shooting on each other and, and ourselves especially. Like I should be do, going to the gym five days a week. Like personally, I wouldn't, I, I hate gyms. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like doing machines. I don't like you feeling sweaty. I don't like feeling sweaty, period, but, like, I especially don't like feeling sweaty in a gym. I feel like you're even sweatier somehow. <laughs> um, I prefer to work out at home and do my own thing, and uh, that's actually been going pretty well for me lately. So for me, resolutions always feel very forced, and I think that's why people tend to um, give up on them by February. Like, if you're still doing your resolution at Valentine's Day, like, you've already won. You're already ahead of the curve. If you make it to St. Patrick's Day, like, most people have already forgotten whatever the hell their resolution was, if they remembered even by, like, January 2nd. Because some, some of us make our resolutions at, you know, 11.59 p.m. on New Year's Eve, drunk off your ass on champagne, and... <laughs> That is absolutely 100% a valid choice. It's not very intentional, <laughs> but, but if that's how you want to roll, I am not going to knock it. The glory I find in setting intentions is that, for me, uh, one, I don't do it at 11.59, drunk off my ass on champagne. I'm doing it, you know, now. I'm doing it earlier. I'm also, again, obsessed with this holiday. So I am thinking about New Year's before I'm thinking about Christmas <laughs> because uh, one of them matters to me more. And the intentionality that comes with those intentions is just so awesome. And to me, that comes a lot with intentionally letting go of the year that's ended. There is... A lot, I think, in that shutting that comes from having never, like, really completed what didn't happen that you kind of wanted to happen. Like, maybe you really did want to have, like, I don't know, some kind of, like, six-pack abs, um, you know, lift a car bikini situation in 2022, and if you don't like really like face with your face up with yourself and say like, Hey, you know, I really did want that. And I didn't do any of the things that would have that happen. Or I did some of the things that would have that happen. Or, you know, I got partway there or I tried, but it didn't work out the way I expected to. And then I ended up doing other things. The, the conversation of being really honest with yourself about how the year did go and which of those promises that you made to yourself you kept and which of them you honored like you you did you made you did your did the like the good college try on whatever that was you know the 
lift a car body or, you know, learning another language or, you know, not yelling at your kids so much or your partner or people in traffic. Um, although to be fair, people in traffic usually do deserve it, just so we're clear. But if you have those conversations with yourself to complete on what did and didn't actually happen in the past, then it gives you a whole new space. If you have the conversation and you complete that shit, you get a whole space that's like, where you're not just dragging yourself forward saying like, oh, but this time I'll do it. But in your back of your head, you're like, but you never do. You never do. You've been trying to go to the gym for 10 years, Samantha. What are you thinking that you're going to succeed this time? And that weird little gremlin voice is no fun. Um, and it does not exactly yield amazeballs results <laughs> because there's it is the subconscious belief that you're just not gonna that, you, that you're gonna fail that you're not gonna do it that like Samantha you're not gonna make it to the gym February fifth February fourteenth like you're not gonna do it and when you have that fear or that belief in the back of your mind. That is what really, you know, drives the car of your existence. That is what runs you, are those subconscious beliefs. And so the more that we actually intentionally take the time and the space and complete on our past experiences, the more it lets those fears lie. It, it quiets that voice, actually. Because then you're not saying to yourself, you never do it. You're saying to yourself, man, the 2022 really, like a lot of things came at me I wasn't expecting. And I did not complete on those things that I said I would do. Instead of going to the gym, instead, you know, my family member got sick. Or instead, I realized I don't care. <laughs> or I did discover I hate gyms. And I haven't figured out what my best workout strategy is. I just said I, I like working out at home. It took me a long time to make my peace personally with the fact that I, I don't like going to a gym to work out. I like going to nowhere <laughs> to work out, like rolling out of bed <laughs> and barely putting on clothes. And um, like, I don't want to put on a whole set of clothes that I'm just going to sweat in. I'm going to be alone in my living room where no one can see me and nobody can critique my choices. And... Uh, and just do a bunch of yoga and body weight exercises because I'm too cheap to buy a bunch of equipment. And also I live in a studio apartment, so let's be real. Like, I'm not going to buy a bunch of equipment. But I really, really like doing body weight exercises, it turns out. And I like using free weights, and I like doing yoga. So instead of arguing with myself, as I used to do, about how I should be doing something else, and I should be, you know, signing up for some program, and I should be doing some kind of, like, diet. God, I hate dieting. Um, I am doing what works for me, and finding the path that works for me. Like, I do want to build some pretty baller muscles, and so I did tell myself I can't buy the cheesecake pumpkin muffins that were on sale. <sighs> and I'm mostly at peace with that. <laughs> <laughs> 
because I also bought other things that I actually do also like that do support me. But here's the thing is that coming back to around away from pumpkin cheesecake muffins, which, mm, anyway, coming back around from that, the intentions that we set that get derailed through the course of the year or the course of whatever, it doesn't have to be a year, whatever time frame you set for them being really honest with ourselves about what we put first and what we didn't. It could be that nothing came up for your, you know, the gym thing is very easy as an example, because I feel like half of us are making fitness related resolutions at around this time of year. It could be that nothing came up and you just didn't go to the gym because you didn't go to the gym because you didn't want to. You didn't want to get up for it, or you were feeling lazy, or you know something else is more important. This is a great opportunity to identify those current subconscious beliefs and fears. Like, I don't want to go to the gym because I don't want people to think I look fat on the elliptical. I don't want to, you know, I don't look cute in those workout clothes. I don't like the way I am right now, and I don't want to be seen like this. It could be all kinds of things, you know, like I, my life is so busy. I have no idea how to work out in a way that works or I know I should, but all I have is should. I don't have any real connection to an actual reason to work out or get stronger or do any kind of fitness stuff. All I have is people telling me I should. And so, you know, fuck those people. Whatever the true belief is, that subconscious belief, that is what's running your resolutions. That is why you don't succeed at them when you don't succeed at them. It's also why you succeed at them when you do, because there's a subconscious belief that it's going to work. That, yeah, you can totally learn French. Or, yeah, you can totally do a 30-day um workout challenge or whatever your deal is like if you have a subconscious belief that you are unstoppable heck yeah <laughs> you're gonna do anything and that's a beautiful space to live in obviously it sounds pretty amazing to all of us i think we can all agree setting your intentions is part of how you take stuff out of your way you take out those obstacles that make you feel stoppable so that there is more unstoppability in your energy when you are faced with many choices like to stay in bed or to get up and work out in one way or to get up and work out in another way or to get up and make a breakfast to get up and uh, snooze until it's time for work I don't know whatever you had lots of choices just in getting up out of bed every morning. There, there are a billion choices that we make in the course of a day or a week. It's kind of wild. The more you can streamline those choices so that some of them go on autopilot, the easier it is to get stuff done. It just gets simpler. And that's where you start finding ease and flow because and good routines and habits because you just get really clear on what's important to you. A lot of us already know a lot of things that are important to us, like friends, family, um, career, dogs. Obviously, dogs are the highest because dogs are 
superior to people in every way. But the connection that we have to those things connected to our daily choices sometimes can get really fuzzy. Like, of course, your family and your friends and your loved ones are important, but are you prioritizing getting together with them consistently? Or is it easier to just be tired at the end of your workday and do very little? Like, it's easy to make crappy choices. They're just easy. It's so easy to just, like, veg out in front of Netflix instead of getting your act together and, like, going out and seeing people, for instance. Nothing wrong with Netflix, either. You can have people in. You can Netflix and chill. You can do whatever you want. This is your life. So my point here is that when you set an intention, it helps clear the way. Because when you set an intention that I want to spend more time with my family this year, I want to create deeper connections with these specific people who are important to me, who maybe... I don't see very often, or maybe I just haven't been putting the time in, and really they are important. When you set intentions like that, that are clear and easy to act on, then you get better results. Because then suddenly it you are really clear that if you have a free weekend, maybe you want to reach out to those people that you want to have a deeper connection with, for instance. It gives you cleaner, clearer actions to take that yield you the results you truly desire, which is why taking the time to reflect is so important, because it gives you intentions that are actually aligned with what you want, and not just, you know, whatever you think you want when you're, you know, drunk off your ass in champagne. That is... So key. So we're going to talk about reflection. And at the end of this podcast, I'm going to lead you on a meditation. Ooh, something new. I lead meditations on a semi-regular basis with the Kaleidoscope Meditation Group. We operate out of Sacred Rain Healing Center in Ballard, in Seattle, in Washington, in the United States of America. (laughs) We're only in person, so... If you live nearby, feel free to join us every Tuesday at 7. We have a rotating group of meditation leaders that I am honored to be a part of. I am very grateful to be able to join this amazing, amazing group of meditation leaders. Everybody is different. We have a psychic medium. We have a naturopath. We have an acupuncturist. um, And we have me. And then we sometimes have other people who join in and lead a meditation. Um, And I led this one for the last Tuesday of 2022 to close out the year and allow everyone some time to reflect on their year and create some space for 2023 and what they want to call in. And it was a blast. It was great. We got a lot of great feedback on it, and I thought that it would be really fun to use that same process here to allow all of you in on the same fun. 
since most of you weren't there that night, were you? <laughs> so, let's talk about reflection a little bit and then actually do it. Also, FYI, obviously, if you're not in a space physically right now to meditate, if you would be, if it would be dangerous or uncool for you to close your eyes and not pay attention to your environment while this meditation is going on, please don't. <laughs> please save that meditation for a time when it would be safe and good for you to do it. Don't anybody, please, get in a car accident. That would be terrible. So. With reflection comes clarity, and with clarity comes action, and with those actions that are actually aligned with what you want, you get what you want, bitch! Yes. So that's what we're up to. I'm going to lead us on this meditation, and I am very interested to hear feedback from anybody on how this was for you, what you saw. It's going to be a little bit of a guided meditation. So... Start getting yourself comfy if you're going to be meditating with us. If you're not, feel free to pause this and come back later. Or just listen along and uh, stay with it, <laughs> with whatever space you're in right now. Take a minute. Get comfy. Whatever your preferred meditation style is, is perfect. If you don't have a preferred meditation style... Many people think that they have to be cross-legged on the ground with your hands on your knees like some kind of monk on a mountaintop. And if that position is comfortable for you, then feel free to use it. But you don't have to. You can meditate sitting in a chair. You can meditate with your hands in whatever position works for you. You can meditate sitting on a cushion or on the floor or on yoga blocks or um, kneeling lying down. If you fall asleep in meditation, if you're lying down or in any other position, that's all right. You got a great nap and it still counts as meditating. We have a, <laughs> in the kaleidoscope meditation group, we have a j in joke, uh, we call it napitating. When you, we have one particular chair, it's very cozy. And anybody, we call it the sleeping chair, anybody who meditates in it gets to take a napitation. <laughs> so if you napitate when you are intending to meditate, no shade. Don't give yourself any hard time about that. You got a great nap. And this is recorded. You can do it again. <laughs> so with all of that, I just wanted to... Uh, give you the space and permission to meditate however the fuck you want to. There is no right way. If you need to move around, move around. If you want to be still, be still. So, let's get started. Take a few deep breaths.
Just breathe normally. Let yourself settle in where you are. Feel into where your body connects to the floor, cushion, the chair, whatever you're sitting on or lying on. Just breathe. Let your body become a little bit heavier, a little bit more open. And as you're breathing, allow your breath to expand. Let your exhale become longer than your inhale. This means just inhale normally, and then exhale long and strong. And keep that up for a little while. Inhale normally at your own pace, and exhale long, longer than your inhale. This allows your nervous system to cool down, chill out, and relax. Let your body know that you're safe, protected, and that it's time to go inward and reflect. Breathe in normally, and then breathe out long and strong. Take another couple of breaths like this. You're doing great. Now take one more deep breath, long exhale, and I want you to see in front of you a path, whatever kind of path comes to you, there's no wrong way. See it going off in the distance ahead of you, a little ways. And follow it. Just one foot in front of the other, moving along this path. until you reach a wooded area. Go into the trees, following your path still, as it winds its way 
through the woods. Eventually, you'll reach a clearing. And in the clearing, you'll find a set of stairs going up. Follow these stairs upwards, one step after another. And at the top, you will find a wonderful space. It's amazing, you never expected to find this here. It's beautiful, it's unique. It feels like home. It feels good. It feels really good here. This space is your meditation space for today. We're going to stay here. So take a look around. Feel the energy of your meditation space. See the details of this space. What does it sound like here? How does it smell? Are we still in the woods or have we moved away? Wherever your space is, whatever it's like is perfect. It's where your subconscious wants to meditate today. So trust it, accept it, make yourself at home. Take a deep breath here and just settle and ground here in your meditation space. Give yourself a chance to catch your breath. to just be. Feel how the energy of this space feels like the energy of yourself. How it feels like more of you, deeper in you, but also like a container you can settle down in. where you can unpack yourself and move in. This space is yours. You may only use it tonight, or you may use it over and over. All is correct.
and all is right. So, take another deep breath here. Allow yourself to look around this space and see images, pictures, moments, maybe flashbacks of the year so far, of 2022. Allow yourself to look and see all the highs, the high highs of this year, the highlights that really stands out to you. And see also the low lows, the low lights, if you will, that also might stand out to you too. A year is a long time, but it goes by so quickly. Take the time to look around now and see here in your meditation space, all these moments from this year lined up before you in whatever order they come in. It doesn't have to be chronological. They're here in the order they come in, showing you the year you've had. Let yourself Feel it, the emotions of each moment. Remember how it felt then to be there. Notice how it feels now, looking back on it. Remember to breathe. Just take the time to sort through all of these images, feelings, thoughts, emotions, the memories of this year you've had. Pay attention, especially to the emotions that come up as you are noticing and sorting through these memories, these images of the past year. Feel the feelings of these moments fully. But knowing that you can always come back to this present moment, to your breath, any time that they feel perhaps a little overwhelming, you are not in that moment. You are in the now, the present moment, here at the end of the year.
pay attention now to what feels like, oh, these are some moments I would like to let go of. <laughs> these are some feelings I would like to let be, to leave behind in the year that's ending. Take those moments, those feelings, and give them a name. What is that emotion? Name it. What is that thought? Name it. What is it very specifically that you would like to leave behind in 2022? Imagine in front of you, in your meditation space, there's a container. Take all of these thoughts, emotions, feelings, burdens, whatever, what have you. Put them in the box. Allow that container to hold all of your unwanted or uncherishable feelings about 2022, everything that came up this year that you are ready to be done with, that you are ready to move on from, no judgments, just letting go of what doesn't serve you anymore. Put them all in this container. It's big enough to hold everything that you desire to put in it. Feel your body relaxing as these feelings, memories, hopes, and dreams that were unrealized, these disappointments and everything else are all released from you into this container, which is big and safe and will hold them for you. Feel your body relax as all of this energy is released from it. Feel your heart expand as these burdens are removed from it. Just keep letting go. Anything can go in this box, it's all right. And when you feel that you have put everything in this box that you want to, your container contains 
everything in 2022 that you are ready to leave behind in this year. Close the lid. Seal it. And say a little prayer of gratitude for everything that 2022 brought you that you didn't ask for, that you're leaving behind, that taught you something. Say a little prayer of gratitude over this container and everything inside of it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to the moments that I learned from. Thank you to the moments and the feelings that I am still unraveling and understanding what there is for me to learn from this. Thank you for the whole spectrum of human feeling. Thank you for the pain, because it makes me human too. Thank you for the discomfort of growing and of wishing I had grown a little faster, a little farther, perhaps this year. Thank you for showing me who I am right now. Thank you for being there with me. Immortal parts of this year, of this one life that I am living right now. Thank you to the universe for all of these opportunities to grow and learn and change and shift, become the person that I truly wish to be in the world. Thank you to myself for being there, for doing the work, for going through all of this, the shit and the shiny new good stuff. Thank you to everyone in my life for being there with me. Thank you to these moments for teaching me what they had to teach. Offer your gratitude to seal this box shut with love, honor, and reverence. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Take this box and set it aside. It will become one with all of Earth, all of existence. Be recycled into the Earth easily. Now turn away from it and consider what you are creating newly, what you're creating now, to bring into 2023 a clear, open, beautiful space for you to create in. 
announce to yourself what's important to you for this coming year. What do you want more of? They might be feelings, experiences, new thoughts, new ideas, accomplishments, relationships. There might be learning that you are taking from 2022 into the new year that shows you what's really important to you, that shows you what you're capable of, it shows you who you want to be now and that you can be exactly who you wish. Take these themes, ideas, moments, words, and take a moment now and spread them all around your meditation space. Like you found those moments from 2022 all around you in your meditation space. Now create what 2023 will contain, will look like, will have for you. Who will you be? What will you do and accomplish? What themes are coming forward for you? Spread them around so that you can look at them and see a whole beautiful painting on a canvas. The canvas is the year, and the painting is what you create. Take the time now to just create, inspire yourself. speculates on your future. Take a step back and admire your work. Look at the whole of it, the whole shape of your 2023, your incoming year. And give yourself some gratitude, some appreciation for taking the time to observe what you have learned and to 
create something new and beautiful, something you would love to bring forward, to bring into existence in this coming year. Give yourself a pat on the back. You did it. You made it through another year. Congratulations. That's no small feat. And there are people who don't do it. Congratulations on being alive, on creating, on being someone who wants to build something new, something wonderful with your incoming year. Put your hands on your hearts. Either imagine so in your in meditation space or in real life on your real heart. And send yourself some love and appreciation and gratitude. Thank you for getting us here. Thank you for making it so. Thank you for making it through this year. Thank you for being there with me, for learning everything that we've learned, for growing through everything that we have grown through. Thank you, self, for being my own best friend and constant companion through all of these years. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Take a deep breath. that appreciation fill your body take another deep breath and center yourself feel the ground beneath you or the chair or the cushion or whatever Slowly bring yourself back to awareness of your body, your environment. Take your time. There is no rush. Slowly bring some movements back to your fingers your toes, your body. Let yourself feel into having a body again.
Come back to your breath. When you're ready, you can open your eyes. Thank you for coming on this journey together. Thank you for the year that we've had, for coming along here on this podcast, which did not exist before 2022. Thank you for joining us here. You are someone that I'm grateful to have, even in this small way in my life, coming out of this year. I appreciate your time in listening and your attention in going through this meditation together and listening to these episodes, being a part of this podcast. Podcast only exists because people listen to it. So you have my gratitude for making the existence of this podcast meaningful by being involved, by listening, by being a part of the community. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. I appreciate all of you so much. If you'd like to connect further, you can find me on Instagram at slade.powell. You can also find me on my website, sladepowell.com, where you can book a session with me if you would like to do an Akashic Records reading or an inner voice session, or find me for a massage if you live in Seattle. You can also email me through the website if you'd like to do that. If you have any questions, would like to give any feedback on the podcast, you can also rate and review on your podcast listener. We appreciate that very much. This is a little podcast and every review counts. It goes a long, long way. So thank you again for being here this year. And may you have a very very happy new year.